I want to start this as a question. What makes an RPG beautiful? Now, I don't mean this as an aesthetic beauty. There are plenty of tabletop games that are visually gorgeous, from the elegant blue rose to the sci-fi fantasy of Numenera. But what I mean is, can a tabletop adventure have beautiful or impactful moments that are shared between all who play it? An unexpected twist and betrayal? You were the chosen one! Or perhaps the loss of a close friend? Very terrible goodbyes. So, uh, kind of steps back. Goodbye. <laughs> kind of flicks his wrist, and you can see a already prepared teleportation circle in the room oh, flash with blue runes as his image, waving towards you, shit. scatters into nothing. The runes die down to a cold, magicless circle. I'm Andreas Walters, and this is Roleplay Cafe. For those who don't know, a tabletop RPG, or role-playing game, is a collaborative storytelling game that involves any number of players, with one of those players being the Game Master. It is the role of the Game Master to shepherd the players through a story or adventure that takes place in a world that can only be constrained by the imagination Anything can happen. of the most popular tabletop RPGs being Dungeons and Dragons! In order to craft such stories, the Game Master usually takes time before each game session to plan and prepare the events that would unfold. Each Game Master may have their own style of preparation, but in the end, it can still be a lot of work. You are going to run D&D tonight for free with an adventure that you made. Well, we made. Okay, I made. The principle is the same. To make things easier for the Game Master, both lazy and new, companies published Adventure Paths, or modules. These were designed experiences that could literally be dragged and dropped into any existing game. Now, when looking at shared experiences, one of the best places to look for comparison is conventions. Here, you would have hundreds of players playing the same module in a weekend run by a small army of volunteer game masters. Going into a convention game, I first expected that everyone would be leaving with the same experience, but after running and playing several of my own, I found that every game was uniquely different, typically deviating from their core story path in one way or another, and this got me thinking. Now, my first thought, and probably many others, would argue that of course it's different. Tabletop RPGs are dynamic in nature. Game writer Matt Colville puts this quite eloquently, saying, And the players told me afterwards, that was epic. That was the most memorable thing that's ever happened in D&D. I could have run that game a dozen times with a dozen different players, and that specific situation would never have come up. We invented it on the spot, me and Robbie. And the players knew it. The fact that it was being invented dynamically on the spot is one of the things that made it feel more real. Millions of people play D&D every month. No other game of D&D has ever gone exactly the same as that one did. I know the game ever will. Now I think there's a lot of merit to this argument, that a story being told by a small group of people each time will tell a different story. But I can't shake off how similar tabletop storytelling is to comedy or the bards of oral history. In comedy, the comic functions as the game master, leading his audience around his jokes, much like an adventure. Nerdwriter does a great dissection of how Louis C.K. tells his Monopoly joke. Louis is never not in control, and that's important because since the premise has been so strongly set up and the counterpoint drawn out so vividly, the laughs that Louis gets here are actually laughs in anticipation of a punchline not yet said. The audience is already imagining how dark the Monopoly loss is going to be. Just watch how he gradually increases these anticipatory laughs like the audience is a fiddle to the final three-word 
punchline. But when she loses at Monopoly, I gotta look at her little face and I go, okay, so here's what's gonna happen now, okay? All your property, everything you have, all the railroads, your houses, all your money, that's mine now. But at the end of the day, the comedian is still able to tell the same punchline and invoke the same reaction from the audience, time and time again. And for the bards and storytellers of history, who are able to pass on the wisdom of nature, morality, and history in the absence of the written form, for them not only was it the knowledge, but the method of storytelling that was key. Each tale may be told slightly differently, especially between generations, but what remains intact is the lessons they intended to pass on. Now, comedians and oral historians are very trained individuals, typically spending their entire career dedicated to their craft. But as the hobby is now, every game master learns on their own, reinventing the wheel each time. I would argue that we are still a young art, lacking organization in the institutions to pass down the lessons of both running tabletop RPGs and creating them. Personally, I would look to the institutions of video games or theater for inspiration, since tabletop RPGs share so much in common with the two. I would also argue that we lack a coherent games literacy, as proposed and defined by video game advocates Extra Credits, meaning that we lack sufficient language to discuss aspects of the game or game mastering, let alone being able to talk about it with those unfamiliar with tabletop RPGs at all. And so this brings me back to my first question. Can a tabletop adventure create beautiful moments? Is it the nature of tabletop RPGs to be uniquely personalized, or have we yet to develop the language and art to make these shared experiences possible? What do you think? I'd love to hear your thoughts in the comments below.